Oh, boy. Holy cow. The metal music can only mean one thing. My it, microphone is so loud. How's mine? Your microphone's all right. Oh, that's good. There we go. Maybe that was the problem. All right. Well, if it's a little bit after 7 o'clock on a Wednesday and it's May 4th. That can only mean one thing. It is the May the 4th Be With You Trevia Spectacular here the Boy. I'm very excited. I'm very excited, too. I feel like I could do the Kessel Run in less than 12 parsecs. I could do it in 11 parsecs. I could do it in 10. Name that Kessel Run. <laughs> right. Welcome, everybody. Hope everybody's having a great day today. Just to know, let you know, we are a podcast now. We've oh, got one. That's right. Wherever you get your podcast, you can just search Best Men Trivia. And uh, recordings from the last uh, dozen shows that we've done here. Yep. are there for your listening enjoyment. If you've missed a uh, week, you can listen in in your car, boat, or RV. And if you are allowed, you can be part of the podcast. That's right. The microphones do pick some, pick some stuff up. Hoots and hollers. Anyway. All right. Well, we're just going to jump right into it. So here we go. Woo! All right, here's our game plan for this evening. Ooh, we're bamphasized tonight. Five rounds of eight questions with one point each. Bonus questions in rounds two, three, four, and five, and now six. Hey, Bob, we've got six rounds. I know. Oh, six, right. Teams with more than eight players are not eligible for prizes to stay in the money. Large teams are encouraged to split up and play head-to-head. -head. I don't see that as a problem. Sixth round is the eight-question penalty round. Nine-question penalty round. Nine-question. What does this mean? That means we're going to give you three points for every correct answer. We're going to take away two points for every wrong answer. If you don't answer, we ain't going to do nothing. We'll remind you about that when we get there as well. Bring your sheets up when the round is over, and of course... May the force be with, be you. with you. All right, so what are we playing for this evening? Oh, we got a good bunch of prizes. All right, so third place. Oh, we've got a Grogu cap and some Glenbrook magnets. Oh, how cute. Second place. Oh, we've got a Glenbrook growler and a remote control BB-8. Oh, not too shabby. What could possibly be for first place? Oh, we've got. A $30 gift certificate to the Glenbrook Brewery. We got a $30 gift card to the Milliburn Deli, and we've got a remote control R2-D2. Damn. Not too shabby. Nah. And, of course, fourth place. Oh, you, oh, the you get the Sarlacc pit, pit. Where you will be digested for a 1,000 years. Unless you're Boba Fett. Unless you're Boba Fett. Then it's like Then what, you'll a, cut a your week, way out. A week, he punches his way through, just like uh, what's-his-face predicted. Jonah in the whale? Yeah, and uh, and Parks and Rec, you know, when he yes yes. <laughs> All right, so let's get this party started. We got here a lot go. of lot of room to cover, a lot we of ground do. to cover, a lot of questions. So here we go, round one, question one. Jeff, take it away. When this date in history, or actually a date in history, when was Star Wars released? Was that on May fourth, nineteen seventy seven? May seventh, nineteen seventy seven? May twenty fifth, nineteen seventy seven? Or March fourth, nineteen seventy eight? Ooh. And, folks, it goes without saying, please, during gameplay, we ask that you please put your phones away. Please put your phones away during gameplay. You have plenty of time to check your texts and such between rounds. Thank you. We have eyes all over the room, and we don't want to disqualify anybody. Ooh, I was a wee lad when this opened. 
I was eight. I was uh, seven. And I saw it five times in the movie theater. I saw it, I saw it four. First place was in Cedar Knolls. And that was bananas. We were not a see the movies many times in a theater family. No, neither were we. But this captured our imagination like nobody's business. Sure did. All right. Question number two. Hey, Largen in charge. What is the name of the Death Star's original commander? Is it A, Grand Moff Gideon, B, Grand Moff Lucas, C, Grand Moff Tarkin, or D, Grand Moff Herman? Herman. Herman. You know, he's a rebel, Dottie. A loner. What is the name of the Death Star's original commander? Is it A, Grand Moff Gideon, B, Grand Moff Lucas, C, Grand Moff Tarkin, or D, Grand Moff Herman? All right, moving on to question number three. The who now? Who was Count Doku's Padawan before he left the Jedi? Was that A, Jin Kwan Kai? B, Gan Jin Kwai? C, Kwai Gan Jin? Or D, Jin Kwai Gan? Who was Count Doku's Padawan before yeah, he huh? left the Jedi? What? A, Jin Gan Kwai? B, Gan Jin Kwai? <laughs> C, Qui-Gon Jin or D, Jin Qui-Gon. And as always, well, you don't have to write the words. No. You can just write the letters. No. But you could write the words. Sure. Or you could write the letters and the words. You could call me Ray. You could call me Skywalker. You, but you doesn't have to call me Dooku. <laughs> oh, boy going to be a long night. Question number four. Here we go. A new hope. Where can you find the hidden rebel base? Is it A, Yavin 1, B, Yavin 2, C, Yavin 3, or D, Yavin 4? Where can you find the hidden rebel base? Was it A, Yavin 1, B, Yavin 2, C, Yavin 3, or D, Yavin 4? All right, moving on to question number five. That's an order, I'll say. Palpatine gave the command to execute what order in Revenge of the Sith? Was that A, 42, B, 66, C, 69, or D, 86? Nice. Nice. Missed it by that, that much. much. Well, that much. Palpatine gave the command to execute what order in Revenge of the Sith? Order 42, Order 66, Order 69, Order 86. Something, something, something dark side. All right, moving on to question number six. We got a lot of game. 
Star Wars and pop culture. Star Wars has the force. Mel Brooks has the what? A. Schmaltz, B. Schwartz, C. Schlemiel, D. Schlemazel. E. Hassenpfeffer Incorporated. <laughs> We're going to do it. Star Wars and pop culture. Star Wars has the force. Mel Brooks has the what? A. The Schmaltz, B. The Schwartz, C. The Schlemiel, or D. The Schlemazel. Pizza is going to come out for you. Did you find anything yet? Wait, fat shit. <laughs> Question number seven. Here we go. Oh, pilots. Here's something you need to know the outlines of. Which ship did Wedge Antilles pilot? Is that ship A, ship B, ship C, or ship D? Reading from the left. Which ship did Wedge Antilles pilot? Hmm, this is, is that ship A, B, C, or D reading from the left? This is very similar to our, uh, our state's question. It's a little throwback. It is. It's, it's a variant on a, on a theme. Ah. I like that. We're nothing if not consistent. We try to keep it the same but different. The same. I like it. I like it. All righty, moving on to question number eight. Galactic beer. The cantina at Moss Eisley Spaceport has an actual name. What is it? Is it A, Chelmum's Spaceport Cantina? B, Virichan Brothers Cantina? C, Jack Jack Tar? Or D, The Lost Arm Cafe? <laughs> <laughs> you better watch yourself. You better watch yourself. My We're friend, wanted men. My friend, he doesn't like you. I don't like you either. We'll be careful. You'll be dead. You'll be dead. <laughs> As if nothing happened. The canteen at Moss Eisley Spaceport has an actual name. What is it? Is it A, Chalmum Spaceport Cantina, B, Vrichon Brothers Cantina, C, Jack Jack Tar, or D, The Lost Arm Cafe? And that, folks, will bring us to the end of round one. Again, please make sure that you're... Team names are on every sheet as well as the round number. We have a little anagram for you to solve. Categories, actors, genuine class, unscramble that, and we'll see you in a little bit. All right, the force is with everyone. It is. It seems like a silly place to come back in from, but yeah, hey. a little weird, but that's all right. We'll start that one at the end of round two. Yeah, we will. All right, category actors, genuine class. Anybody get it? Anybody get it? Anybody get it? Alec Guinness. of course. Genuine class. I've been waiting to use that since we started trivia. 
And here we go. All right, let's get ourselves some answers. A date in history. When was Star Wars released? That was May 25th, 1977. Large and in charge. Name of the Death Star's original commander is the Grand Moff Tarkin. Who was Count Dooku's Padawan before he left the Jedi? Queek Junjin. Where can you find the hidden rebel base? That will be Yavin 4. Palpatine gave this order in Revenge of the Sith. Order number 66. Kill the younglings. Star Wars has the force. Mel Brooks has the may the Schwartz be with you. Which ship did Wedge Antilles pilot? That would have been A, the X-Wing. Question number eight. Galactic beer. The canteen at Moss Eisley Spaceport has an actual name. What is it? Chowman's. All right, so how did folks do in round one? We had a few better than perfect rounds. Nerf Herder Fantasy, Darth Kane, and Hondo's Pirac, Hondo's Pirac Guild, all with nine points. Thank you for coming dressed up or bringing a prop. Greedo shot first. He Wookie's did. Cookies, ICUP. Main Cabin Masters, and we break for nobody. Very nice. deep cut. Thank deep you for cut. that. Deep all cut. with eight points. With seven points, Job of the Hut Fan Club, Locomotive Breath, The Schwartz. Twat Tween, love it, <laughs> love it. Uh, P. Leah, Jedi Knights, and the Younglings with Aww. six points. The sixth is sixth with five points. Five three one eight double zero eight and Tracky. Carrie Fisher's fan club with four and Team Torrance with two. All right, strong start. Here we go. Let us jump into round two. Question number one, Jeff, take it away. It's a colorful sword. What color was Luke's lightsaber in Return of the Jedi? Mm. What color was Luke's lightsaber in Return of the Jedi? Yes. That was the big tell at the, uh, the end of The Mandalorian there. That's what everybody was waiting for. That's correct. I'm going to see if this particular color was shown, and that was going to indicate... Some stuff. All right, moving on to question number two, character design. Here we go. <gasps> Jar Jar Binks' original design had him sporting short versions of these body parts, which were later elongated per George Lucas's request. Lucas wrongly thought that having these body parts flop around whenever Jar Jar moved would add to the character's comedic elements. I'm sorry. Did I ed editorialize in there? <laughs> I think I did. <laughs> I think I editorialized. Spoiler alert. Jeff doesn't like Jar Jar. Spoiler alert. It didn't. <laughs> Nobody laughed. Jar Jar Binks' original design had him sporting short versions of these body parts, which were later elongated per George Lucas's request. Lucas wrongly thought that having these body parts flop around whenever Jar Jar moved would add to the character's com comedic elements. That also assumes that the character had any comedic elements to begin with. Misa's supposed to be funny. Misa here for the kids. Goodness gracious. Misa made a big mistake. <laughs> All right, moving on to question number three. Finish the quote. Vader to Kenobi. The circle is now complete. When I left you, I was but the learner. But now I am the... 
And I'm sure you all finished the line with me in your heads. Yes, so just write it down. Just write it down. Because it was everything I could do to stop myself from finishing the line. And ruining the game. <laughs> this early in the game. We're only in round two. The circle is now complete. When I left the you, I was complete. but the learner. But now I am the... Hmm. So you got to be careful with our patter because we could give answers away later on. Yeah, but who would know? That's true. Who's listening? Nobody. Nobody. If it's one thing we've learned is the people who hear the podcast are like, we never hear you guys in the bar. It's kind of funny. Exactly. All right, moving on to question number four. Why is this not clicking? Oh, did we lose the batteries in that now? Oh, maybe. Awesome. Oh, no, because suddenly we switched off into Some kind the other of thing. Oh, all right, let's uh, try it. Let's see. Resume slideshow. Try that now. There we go. Hey! Locations. Hey, as he laid injured on Hoth, Obi-Wan came to Luke in a vision and told him to go to this system. Question number four, locations. As he laid injured on Hoth, Obi-Wan came to Luke in a vision and told him to go to this system. This is one of those things where I was like, should I have referred to him as Ben? Ben came to Luke in a vision? No. It's just a, it's just a vague question. They're Cat, the same person. The cat's out of the bag. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's but, like, fine. Luke refers to him as Ben. Like, I don't think Luke ever referred to him as Obi-Wan. So he's, oh, that's all Ben Kenobi. Right. Anyway. All right, moving on to question number five. Actors and roles. Christopher Lee played this Sith Lord in Attack of the Clones in Revenge of the Sith. It's like a callback, because if you were paying attention in round one, oh. we kind of gave you the I, I would imagine almost all of this is a callback if you really want to get technical about it. This is true. This is true. Mm-hmm. But Christopher Lee played this Sith Lord in Attack of the Clones in Revenge of the Sith. Those would be episodes two and three mm -hmm. of the Skywalker saga. Indeed. All righty, we got a lot of games, so we're going to scoot this along. Question number six, titles. Princess Leia refers to Obi-Wan Kenobi by this rank in her hologram message. Question six, titles, Princess Leia refers to Obi-Wan Kenobi in this, by this rank in her hologram message. Help me, Obi-Wan. You're our only hope. The new trailer for Kenobi came out today. I saw it. Did you see it? I did. Gave me goosebumps, I got to tell you. Kind of did. Needs to be trained like you trained his father. Oof. That cut to the bone. Owen. Zing. Zing. That's a zinger there, Owen. Oof. 
Uncle Owen know. coming in hot. I don't know. He had it in him, Uncle Owen. Question number seven. Use the force, Luke. A telekinetic force power that allowed a force-sensitive individual to suspend themselves or an object in the air for extended periods of time without making physical contact with the ground. Ooh. What is it called? What is it called? What is What do we call the telekinetic force power that allows force-sensitive individuals to suspend themselves or objects in the air for extended periods of time? Like he did with the X-Wing. Like he did with the X-Wing. Like he did with the rocks. Like he did with R2-D2. Like... Uh, he did with the the moss in the uh, mm -hmm. uh, Jedi Temple with Ray, as he yeah. did with uh, the many other things. As as was done to uh, Baby Him. Yoda. Sure. So what's the name of this? Uh, what's the name of the Force? This Force power. Luke. Luke. That's Luke? not the name. Luke is not the name of no, the Force no, power. No, no, of course not. It's also just a pretty general uh, English word. It is. Nothing special. I mean, it would be special if he could do it, but. All right, moving on to question number eight governance. The 12 Jedi Masters who govern the Jedi Order made up this governing body. The 12 Jedi Masters who govern the Jedi Order made up this governing body. Because nothing says space Fun. opera like politics. You and know what this shoot 'em up needs? A heavy-handed dosing of tax litigation <laughs> and trade negotiations and trade block. These, blo these kick-ass fighters you liked from the first trilogy—they are merely negotiating policy. <laughs> That's it. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of round two, with the hey, exception of our bonus question. What do all the prior answers have in common? Oh. Take a look at your answers and see if you see a commonality rise out of those answers. The questions have nothing in common. Zero. But the answers, you look down at your sheet, you look at the eight words, you put them together, they what might they make you think common? of something. And while you're doing that, that'll bring us to the end of round two. And we have another anagram for you to unscramble. Category characters, planet separation, and we'll see you in a little bit. All right. All right. Good hey, round. Hey, we're back. Good round. Good scoring. Thank you for your patience with our scoring through 19 teams. All right. While we score, can you unscramble this character, Planet Separation? Of course, it's got to be Senator Palpatine. He was very good at the Planet Separation. He's the worst. He, he did it with that. Uh, He's so bad, he made himself emperor. <laughs> All right, let's get some answers. What color was light Luke's lightsaber in Return of the Jedi? Green. Green! Jar Jar Binks had him sporting short versions of these body parts, his ears. 
Vader to Kenobi, the circle is now complete. When I left you, I was but the learner, but now I am the master. master. Only a master of evil, Darth. Only a master of evil, Darth. As he laid injured on hearth, Obi-Wan came to Luke and said, told him to go to the Dagobah system. Dagobah, Dagobah. system. Dagobah system. Christopher Lee played the Sith. He played Count Dooku. Or he played Darth, uh, the, 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 not Sidious. Tyrannus. Thank you. Tyrannus. Thank you. There we go. Ah, Princess Leia refers to Obi-Wan as General. Use General Kenobi. Snook. Years ago, you served my father in the Clone Telekinetic Wars. force power is levitation. Well done. This was almost everybody got this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So great. Very good. Very good. Twelve Jedi Masters who govern the Jedi Order make up this governing body, the Jedi Council. All right, so question number, let's go over our answer review. Green, Ears, Master, Dagobah, Count Dooku, General Levitation, Jedi Council. So, in common, what do all the prior answers have? Yoda! Of very course. good. Very good. All right, how did folks do in round two? Oh, we got a whole slide full of perfect scores. Nice. Hondo's Pirate Guild, Jedi Knights, Main Cabin Masters, Nerf Herder Fantasy, the Schwartz. The sixth Sith is sixth. Twatuin and Wookiee's Cookies, ICUP, all managed to get nine points that round. All right. With eight points, Rito shot first and Plia. With seven points, Darth Kane, Job of the Hut Fan Club, Locomotive Breath, and the Younglings. We break for nobody with six. Fire 318008, Carrie Fisher's Fan Club, and Tracky with four. And Team Torch, who comes to a Star Wars game without having seen Star Wars, so bold. So, so great! And last place gets a prize, so don't don't fret. Don't fret. You're walking one away point. with something. All right, here we go. Let's jump into round three. Question one, take it away. Star Wars and pop culture. The title of Family Guy's first Star Wars parody episode was also the fake working title for the production of Return of the Jedi. Ah, suddenly they're like... What happened to the ears questions? Something, something, something dark side. The title of Family Guy's first Star Wars parody episode was also the fake working title for the production of Return of the Jedi. He, Seth MacFarlane pleaded, pleaded with George Lucas to let him do this. Really? To let him use the title? He asked. He, he got permission. But I think he told him it has to be Star Wars. Huh. And it is. Have you seen this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. One of the few things that uh, Family Guy has done that I've liked. Yeah. I, uh, I'm not, not, not a fan. Not, not, not a huge fan. Not a huge fan. I, I can take it in bite-sized chunks. That's about it. I would never sit down and watch it. No. No. All right, moving on to question number two. It's colorful. What color is Mace Windu's lightsaber? Now, this, uh, this seems a little familiar. Very familiar. Why is that? Uh, oh, because it was in the Clue Club it this week. It was in today's Clue Club. So if you follow us on the social medias at Best Men Trivia on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, or you go to bestmentrivia.com, you will get three bonus points just every week. In walking in just the door. Just by following. In your hip pocket. Just by. In your little jeans pocket. 
we have accounts that basically cross post to Twitter, to Facebook, to yeah, so uh, Instagram. So just pick up. one, whichever one you like. I would say in the next break, maybe you go, you look, you get some points, yeah, you get a little bonus. You could. Don't look now. Don't look now. Don't look now. But in the break, when you're checking your messages, when you're saying I'm having a great time at the trivia. Well, this question, what color is Mace Windu's lightsaber, was clue number one in the Clue Club today. All right, moving on to question number three. Production. The number 1138 recurs in the Star Wars universe as a nod to an earlier George Lucas project. What was it? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> so the we're looking for level 1138. We're looking for the project. We're looking for the project. George yes. Lucas did George this Lucas other had thing. a project. Number 1138 is an homage to it. Mm -hmm. What is the homage referring to? Mm -hmm. See, they think some of these people were thinking, oh, this is going to be, what's Han Solo's ship's name? Nope. Nope. We're going a little deeper, a little deeper with some of these questions. All righty, moving on to question number four, Stormtroopers. What is the defining feature of Captain Phasma's armor? What is the defining feature of Captain Phasma's armor. Personally, I would say a whole lot of nothing. That was a character that really just didn't pay off in the movies. Whole lot of nothing. I don't know how they're treating the, the old Cap'n in, uh, in the extended universe, but in the movies, Oof. that was a whole big ball of nothing. A nothing burger. Everybody's excited. Oh, we got Gwendolyn Christie. You know, oh, fantastic. And uh, nope. there you go. Whole lot of nope. I'm a just going to uh, push you off this ledge. More like a new nope. That's what I think. All right, Stormtroopers, what is the defining feature of Captain Phasma's armor? All right, moving on to question number five. Who said it? Who says the following line? Into the garbage chute, flyboy. This is a fun one. Who says the following line? Into the garbage chute, flyboy. Flyboy, flabloy, flabloy. It's hard. There's so many things I want to say, but I can't say them because it's going to give it away. Nope. Hold your tongue. I need to bite my tongue. Bite my tongue. All righty. Moving on to question number six. Shame on you. Not living up to his role as Jabba the Hutt's major domo, who was easily fooled by Luke's Jedi mind trick? 
Question six, shame on you, not living up to his role as Jabba the Hutt's major domo, who was easily fooled by Luke's Jedi mind trick. He was uh, quickly dispatched. Uh, later on in the story. <laughs> Poor fella. Not living up to his role as Jabba the Hutt's major domo, who was easily fooled by Luke's Jedi mind trick. Boshuda. Uh, 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 uh. All right, moving on to question number seven. Oh, I got another one. What hand does Luke lose to Darth Vader? Everybody's got to think about it. Everybody's like, ah. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Is it, Let ah. me think about this. He's think about this. He looks down. 2-1-B is going kick, 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 kick on his prosthetic. In the first draft of The Force Awakens, we were going to see this particular hand clutching the lightsaber floating through space. Oh God! That was going to be the f that was going to be the first shot. Can you imagine? I don't know if I like that. Ah, I'm gl glad they went another route. What hand does Luke lose to Darth Vader? But it's okay. He's got another one. He's got another one. I got another one. He's got a robot one, too, now. Which is Luke's robot hands? There's another way to phrase the we question. Could. We could have. All right. Question number eight. Oh, for up to two points. Question number eight, two, two, two actors in one. Who are the two actors who provided the voice and the body of Darth Vader? In the original trilogy. In, in the original trilogy, for up to two points, who are the two actors who provided the voice and body of Darth Vader in the original trilogy? In the original trilogy, we are codifying that. Who are the two actors who provided the voice and body of Darth Vader? If you know who provided the body in Rogue One. In which one? Rogue One. In Rogue One. He shows up at the end. Darth Vader. Yes, he does. That was not played by this guy. No, That's no. why I had to kind of jump in real quick and say, oh, no, Absolutely. no, no, no. Yeah, we are looking for the original trilogy. We are not oh. looking for the guy who played him in Rogue One. No. Voice nope. was the same. Nope. Original trilogy. Who were the two actors who provided the voice and body of Darth Vader? For up to two points. Two, two, two actors in one. And you know, because we're banthesized, we've got an audio question. Oh, we do. Coming up as a bonus. All right, it's an audio. Listen up. 
All right, whose announcer voice is this? Star Wars Four Color Force Master Lightsaber. Do or do not. There is no try. Change colors for different master phrases. Impressive. Most impressive. You can experience all four masters with the Star Wars Force Master Lightsaber. Oh. Who's that voice? Hmm. Wow. Oh, replay? Go ahead, hit back. Uh, it should start again. Star Wars Four Color Force Master Lightsaber. Do or do not. There is no track. Change colors for different master phrases. Impressive. Most impressive. You can experience all four masters with the Star Wars Force Master Lightsaber. The Force Master. Force Master Lightsaber. You gotta sit this one out, Bob. Who's announcing the Force Master lightsaber? Maybe Omar knows. <laughs> All right, folks. Here, I'll play it one more time. Star Wars four-color Force Master lightsaber. Do or do not. There is no track. Change colors for different master phrases. Impressive. Most impressive. You can experience all four masters with the Star Wars Force, Force Master, Master lightsaber. All right, folks. That'll bring us... To the end of round three, just bring all your sheets up. We have another anagram for you to solve. Glucose Rage, who is this person? And we'll see you in a little bit. Nothing but Star Wars coming for our wars. George Lucas was the person we were looking for. Glucose Rage. That's what he sent us all into after watching episodes one, two, and three into a glucose rage, Mr. George Lucas. All right, let's get some answers. Family Guy's first Star Wars parody was also the fake working title for the production of Return of the Jedi, Blue Harvest. What color is Mace Windu's lightsaber? Purple. Number because he wanted to stand out. He did. He was like, how's anybody going to know who's me in these big battle scenes? I have to have a purple lightsaber. Make mine motherfucking purple. The number 1138 recurs in the Star Wars universe as a nod to an earlier George Lucas project. What was it? THX 1138, his 1971 directorial debut. It shows up everywhere. Everywhere. Although it was weird because it showed up in the new trilogy too, like 7, 8, and 9. And I was like, is it weird that you're kind of stealing somebody else's in-joke? A little bit. A little bit. Stormtroopers, defining feature of Captain Phasma's armor. Chrome-plated and silver. Made out of Beskar. Made out of Beskar. We took the Beskar. We took Beskar. Who says the following line? Into the garbage chute, fly boy. Of course, the princess. Shame on you, not living up to his role as Jabba the Hutt's major domo, who was easily fooled by Luke's Jedi mind trick. Bib Fortuna. Lots of high fives in the back. Lots Love of it. high fives in the back. Booba! You're dead. What hand does Luke lose to Darth Vader? His right hand. 
It's all right. He had another one. All right, for up to two points, the two actors who provided the voice and body of Darth Vader. The voice was James Earl Jones, and the body was David Prowse. All right, whose announcer voice is this? Hey, everybody. It's Bob. It's a me. Bob's a voiceover artist, if you didn't know. And he did a commercial for the Star Wars people a couple years ago. Yeah. So that was Bob. There we go. I am, I am forever connected to the Star Wars universe. There you go. There we go. You promote that lightsaber. That's right. You sell that toy. For Hasbro. There might be one in the house. Hasbro. Hey, it paid for a vacation. All right, here we go. Let's see how folks did in round three. Hey, Wookiees Cookies, I see you pee with 10 points. They recognized the voice. Nerf Herder Fantasy didn't recognize the voice and only ended up with nine points. The Schwartz with eight. The Jedi Knights in Playa. Playa. Princess Leia, Princess Leia. It's Leia. It's Playa. I get it now. With seven points. Carrie Fisher, Greedo's shot first, Hondo's Pirate Guild, Jabba the Hutt Fan Club, Twatooine, and we break for nobody with six points. With five points, Locomotive Breath and the Main Cabin Masters. With four points, Darth Kane, the sixth, sixth, and sixth. And the Younglings, Tracky with three, 5318008 with two, and Team Torts with one. All right, Team Torts. We love you. We love you, Team Torts. All right, Thank here we you go. for sticking in. We love Their it. shirt's coming. <laughs> A DVD, maybe. <laughs> You're walking out with something. All right, here we go. Let's jump into round four. Question one, take it away. Oh, behind the mask. Name the actor who played Uncar Platt. Plut, 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 Plut. Uncar Plut. This also looks very familiar. This also was a clue in the Clue Club. Did you check in the break like we suggested? If so, you probably know this guy's name. You can check during the breaks. Name the actor who played Uncar Platt. Junk dealer on Jakku. Prior owner of the Millennium Falcon. Just a reminder, please, during gameplay, have your phones away, please. Please put your phones away during gameplay. You can check them in between rounds. We don't care about that. But during gameplay, please, place them down. We don't want to disqualify anyone. We run a clean game. Clean game. We do run a clean game. And your competitors will rat you out. And we have eyes everywhere. All right. All right, moving on to question number two. Oh, in the tin can, name the actor inside R2-D2 for episodes one through six. Question number two, in the tin can, name the actor inside R2-D2 for episodes one through six. I hope it was air conditioned. I can't, I can't imagine being in that thing. It, it, it staggers the mind that it wasn't RC from the beginning. That it wasn't what? RC, remote control. Oh, no, they needed it to be... Uh, because he needed to react. It needed to kind of bounce and, and dance and... Well, and, to, and do I all think things. I, I believe there were some that were RC. 
remote control. Later in the series, yes. And then they went completely CGI. But yeah, them. no, they need a little guy to drive it. Well, be, yeah, because there was dialogue. They needed to react. And they needed it. And it worked. It sure did. All right, moving on to question number three. Actors. What actor has appeared in all 11 live-action Star Wars films? What actor has appeared in all 11 live-action Star Wars films? Oh, boy. Ooh, it got quiet. Heads are coming together. There is consultation happening. Heads are together. Smoke arising from ears. You could feel it. The mood is electric. So we are talking about episodes one through nine, plus Rogue One and Solo, a Star Wars story. That's right. What's that? Uh, if you write a character, you will be wrong. Because we're looking for the actor. Because we're looking for an actor, and the actor did not play the same character in all 11 live-action films. Ho-ho! Zing! Zingo! There's your, there's your bonus hint for being in the room. That's right. We are asking specifically about an actor who has appeared in all 11 live-action Star Wars films. Not the character. All right, here we go. Moving on to question number four. Star Wars in popular culture. Oh, dear. Premiering in 1978, this parody trailer was one of the first Star Wars spoofs, and it was given an homage in The Last Jedi. It featured the characters Fluke Starbucker, Augie Bendoggy, Ham Salad, and Chinchilla. It had the tagline, you'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll kiss three bucks goodbye. So in the parody... Uh the uh, Star Destroyer was played by an iron. An iron, yes. And in The Last Jedi, there was a scene where they had an iron enter the shot as if it was a Star Destroyer. Ah. But it was just an iron. They were, like, pressing a now, uniform. I, did this run during Saturday Night Live? What's it now? Did this run during Saturday Night Live? I don't know how people saw it. I saw it, it was like a night flight or something. I, I have a vague memory that this was first seen in Saturday Night Live. It, it might have been? Premiering in 1978, this parody trailer was one of the first Star Wars spoofs and was given an homage in The Last Jedi. It featured the characters Fluke Starbucker, Augie Bendoggy, Ham Salad, and Chinchilla. It had the tagline, you'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll kiss three bucks goodbye. Because that's what movies cost in 1978. Three bucks. Now you got to take out a loan if you want to go to a family. Three bucks. Everything in the movie was made out of uh, common household items. Yes, it was. There was an uh, egg beater. There was. Uh, that was the uh, Rebel Blockade Runner. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on to question number five. Oh, Aww. he's so cute! Aww. Known in universe first as the child, and here on Earth is Baby Yoda. What is this character's name? Aww. Oh, we and we have we have he's here tonight. Hey, there he is. He's with Baby us. Baby Yoda. He's with us tonight, Baby Yoda. Ah, but in the show, he's not called Baby Yoda. No, he has a name. What's his name? What's his name? So cute. 
Come in third, you'll get a cap with him on it. This is true. This is true. Just the cutest thing in the world. Uh, this character design is aces. This blew my mind. And uh, what's his face? Uh, chastised Favreau. Um, well, uh, what's his name? Uh, he, he. George Lucas. No, he's a Frank Oz. He's a director. He's uh, Dave Filoni. Has uh, talks with the very Steven Spielberg. No, he has a very. He's a German accent. Uh, uh, Werner Herzog. V Werner Herzog. Who was in the movie? Who was in, in the? Who was in, who was yes. in the Mandalorian? Yes. Screamed, pleaded, with Favreau and Filoni. Said, "You are cowards if you do him in CGI." Oh, absolutely. He needs oh, he to has be, to be a puppet. He needs to be real. He said, "He's hundred percent has to be real." Him. Screamed at him. All right, moving on to question number six. Oh, a visual before and after. We love our before and afters. So here's a visual. Make oh, it a little bigger there, Bob. A little bigger for you. A visual. Before and after. Ah, I love this. So a before and after, for those of you uh, who might be unfamiliar playing with us for the first time, is uh, two answers that share a common word. So if uh, I can't even think of one. Do you have a good before and after? What, what do we used to use? Uh, remember, uh, uh, an affair to remember the Alamo. So if we said, hey, it's an Audrey Hepburn movie and a Texas battle cry, it's Remember the Alamo. If we said, hey, who are these folks? If you put the names together, they share a common name. If you know one of them, you'll probably, you probably know the other you'll one. probably know the other one. So it's a before and after. I'll make it bigger for you one more time. So it's two actors. One's surname is the other's first name. One is not known primarily for acting, but has acted. Has, yes. And produced. And produced was responsible for bringing us uh, Monty Python's Life of Brian. Monty Python and uh, the Holy Grail. And, and Time Bandits. And Time Bandits. He owned handmade films. Mm. And he asked us all to uh, give me love, give me love, give me peace on earth. Could we give it away anymore? No. All right, moving on to question number seven. Oh, Ooh, it's a musical legend. Yeah. What is the... There you go. What is the name of Jabba's band leader? <laughs> I want to see a 22-minute sitcom on Disney Plus. Starring this guy? With this guy. That's what I want to see. I think... I think oh, I'm, somebody's out. I think... Somebody gave up. I think I'm going to uh, I'm going to workshop this. Oh, okay. I think I think we should workshop this. We should workshop a, totally. a sitcom. Oh, totally. oh I got to go back to the yeah. I got to go back to the palace. But he doesn't speak. He, <laughs> he, 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 he doesn't speak at all. It's all reactions with him. Everybody else talks except just he grunts and noises. He doesn't say a word. So it's everybody around him. I've already thought about it. So. Band leader, you got to go back to the palace. Everything he answers is this little music. That would be a riot. All right, what's the name of this? 
Jabba's band leader. All right, moving on to question number eight. Oh, the captain's chair. In all of the movie trilogies, how many people have been shown piloting, not co-piloting, piloting the Millennium Falcon? They have to be in, in the, the captain's chair. chair. People. people, no droids included. People, people, not persons, droids. not droids, not droids. This too was in the Clue Club. This was in the this Clue Club. This was the third Clue in the Clue Club. Mm hmm. And when I was when I was doing that voiceover, the the people from Hasbro were there. And they were adamant that it is, it is um, pronounced Falcon. Millennium Falcon. Adamant. Not Falcon. Not Falcon. Falcon. There was another guy doing another one. He was selling the Millennium, and he kept saying Falcon. And they said Falcon. Falcon. He had to say it. Thank you, times. Professor Falcon. Thank you, Professor Falcon. The Millennium Falcon. All right. All right. Hey. Autopilot doesn't count. There's four actors who sat in the chair. All right. Here we go. Oh. In for one point each. Name the characters. Name the characters. Oh. -ho. The plot thickens. Oh. We want the name of the characters. We want the characters. We want the number, uh, we want the names of the number of characters. So if you wrote down 12 for the number of people who piloted, we would like up to 12 names. But you would have to write very small, so chances are it's not 12. Chances are. Think back. You can take a minute. We're in no rush. No. A little rush, but no rush. Yeah, we're good on time. Have another round. We're good on time. All right, folks, that'll take us to the end of round four. Thank you. Oh, Let me run over score, to Twatooine for a moment. Can you answer this question? What is the temperature inside a Tauntaun? What's the question? What is the temperature? Question of number six. Inside a Tauntaun. We're going to scroll back a couple slides. You can think about the temperature inside a Tauntaun all you like. What do they want? What question? We're just going to show the picture again, the before oh, yeah. and the after. Sure. And we'll see you in a little bit. Cool. All righty. Oh, boy. All right. While we score, can you answer this question? Hey, what's the temperature inside a Tauntaun? Lukewarm. Oh. oh thank you. It's a groaner. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Take care of your servers. 10 o'clock show is different from the 7 o'clock show. All right. Let's get some answers. Name the actor who played Uncle Plutt, Mr. Simon Pegg. Name the actor who played R2-D2, Kenny Baker. What actor has appeared in all 11 live-action Star Wars films? Anthony Daniels. He was C-3PO in 10 movies, and he played a... A fellow named Tack in, in Solo, in a Star Solo. Wars story. That's there was right. no C-3PO in, Star, in Solo. We're doomed. 
Premiering in 1978, this parody trailer was one of the first Star Wars spoofs, and it was called Hardware Wars. We got a lot of good answers. People mentioned Thumb Wars. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Muppets in Space, yeah, also great. That was a good one. Pigs in Space, also great. Known in universe as the child, and here on Earth is Baby Yoda. What's his name? Grogu. Oh, so cute. All right, visual before and after seem to give a lot of people some conniptions, but it is George Harrison Ford. It's the head of George Harrison on the body of Harrison Ford there is Han Solo. That's Han Solo. George Harrison Ford. Yeah, you get it? Now you get it? Now they get it. Now they get it. All right, musical legends, what's the name of Jabba's band leader? I want to see him in a sitcom, Mr. Max Rebo. And in all of the movie trilogies, how many people have been shown piloting, not co-piloting the Millennium Falcon? All right, so here's the deal. The answer is going to be four. The answer is open for debate, mostly because I got it wrong in my research. It's at least five in the movies. Yes. Uh, Chewbacca did pilot for half a second at the end of uh, whatever. So if you wrote Chewbacca awakens. and you wrote five, absolutely got points. Yes. Uh, our clue said four, so we were going with four for our points. And our uh, people that we said it was, next slide, was Han Pencil. Solo, Lando Calrissian, Ray Skywalker, or, or Ray Palpatine, if you choose, and Poe Dameron. And Chewbacca. and Chewbacca. So if you wrote Chewbacca down, you got points, You got too. the point. Because he picks up Ray at the end he, of The Force Awakens. He does Awakens. pick up Ray at the end of The Force Awakens. So that was uh, my bad. And we weren't going to split hair saying, oh, well, a Wookiee's not a person. A Wookiee's a, a person. Bunch of crap. People are people. A Wookiee's right. a person. All right. Hey, let's see how are folks doing after, what are we, four? After four. All right, here we go. All right, so at the end of this round, Nerf Herder Fantasy, Playa, and Wookiee's Cookies, ICUP, all got 12 points. The Schwartz at Twatooine got 11. Jedi Knights, Main Cabin Masters, We Break for Nobody, got 10. Darth Kane and Locomotive Breath with 9. Greedo Shot first with 8. The 6th Sith is 6th with 7. 5318008, Hondo's Pirate Guild and the Younglings with 6. Job of the Hut Fan Club with 5. Carrie Fisher's Fan Club with 3. And Tracky with 3. All right, so... Our standings after four. We got ourselves a tie. R. At the top, Nerf Herder Fantasy and Wookiee's Cookies ICUP, both with 39 points. The Schwartz close behind with 35. Playa with 34. Jedi Knights and Twatooine with 33. Main Cabin Masters with 32. Greedo shot first. Hondo's Pirate Guild, we break for nobody with 30. With 29, Darth Kane, Locomotive Breath with 28. The sixth is thick, is 26. <laughs> Job of the Hut Fan Club with 25. The Younglings, 24. 5318008. And Carrie Fisher's Fan Club with 17. Tracky with 15. And Team Torts with four. We love you, Team Torts. Sticking with us. We love it. All right, here we go into round five. Question number one production. How many episodes did George Lucas direct? How many episodes of the Skywalker saga did George Lucas direct? Personally, I would say this number too many. This number minus one too many. 
Yeah. How many episodes did George Lucas direct? All right. Question number two. Behind the mask, who played Chewbacca in a majority of the Star Wars trilogies? No. Oh. Who's the actor that played Chewbacca in the majority of Star Wars trilogies? Maybe we should do a Chewy off. See who can do Chewy's roar. Anybody feeling uh, courageous? Anybody do a Wookiee impersonation? Huh? Eh? Eh? Yeah? You want to do it? Almost. I'm not going to do it. All right. Question number three, music. How many composers have worked on the 11 Star Wars live-action films? How many composers have worked on the 11 Star Wars live-action films? How many get score-by credit? That's right. Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars. How many composers have worked on the 11 Star Wars live-action films? It's a stumper, this one. All righty, moving on to question number four. Fathers and daughters, what was Galen Urso's nickname for his daughter, Jin Urso, that he repurposed as the name of the Death Star Project? What was Galen Urso's nickname for his daughter, Jin Urso, that he repurposed as the name of the Death Star Project? Little Rogue One question for you. I love Rogue One. Rogue One is a terrific movie. A fantastic film. Oh, you're turning red. Your, uh, your, oh, no. Your, your microphone is going to the dark side. To the dark side. Yikes. I'll tell you, I, I love the movie, and this is sacrilege, except for the last five minutes. Mm. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Why? Because we have a problem in the way the Force is depicted in the earlier trilogies, mm -hmm. in the later trilogies, than the middle trilogy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're, uh, you're pretty Force lame in Star Wars A New Hope. Yes. I, have, I have to physically choke a guy. Yes. Later, I can Force choke him. But I'm not really, like, throwing a bunch of shit around quickly. I'm just, I'm really... 
it's a more subtle kind of thing. And then the end of Rogue One, he's throwing all the shit around. He's just everybody and their cousin. He's going absolutely bananas. And then suddenly he gets on and he's like, ah, oh, princess. All right. Mm. So I just didn't feel that there was a very uh, clear yeah. melding. I get it. I get between it. the two Vaders. But you were going to have that wherever. I get it. You know, I mean, movie making changed. You had to have the big action sequences. Yes, you did. I get it. Yes, you did. I understand did. it. I get it. But All I think right. uh, the seam is a little, uh, little bumpy. Anyway, I get it. Enough about that. Question number five: Lending a voice. Who voiced the Imperial droid turned rebel pilot K two S O? Speaking of Rogue One. Speaking of Rogue One, yeah, there we go. Lending a voice. Who voiced the Imperial droid turned rebel pilot K two S O? He is a favorite of uh, the Disney. He's a favorite of everybody. He's a favorite of mine. He's fantastic. He's a favorite of mine. I liked him since Dodgeball. Since Arr. when? Since Dodgeball. Dodgeball, yeah. Was that his big breakout role? Yar. Was that his breakout role? No, yes. he was. Uh, uh, it's first thing I remember him in. Firefly was before that. Yeah, but on the big screen. Okay. Who voiced the Imperial droid turned rebel pilot K2SO? Well, we got some force shenanigans happening in the corner over here. All right, moving on to question number six. Mothers and daughters, name the real-life mother and daughter who played substantial parts in episodes seven through nine. Name right. the real-life mother and daughter who played substantial parts in episodes seven through nine. There may be other mothers and daughters in the trilogies, but none as front and center as this mother and daughter. Yeah. These are named characters. Quite. Hmm? Quite. Quite. Name the real-life mother and daughter who played substantial parts in episodes seven, eight, and nine. All righty. Moving on to question number seven. Upcoming events. This new Disney Plus show focuses on Anakin's Padawan, first introduced in the Clone Wars animated series and later played by Rosario Dawson in The Mandalorian. And she will also be playing it in this show. Mm-hmm. Some of them may have her on their little poster on their table. A gift, if you will.
guess we should say this upcoming Disney Plus show. Yeah. Still new. Sure. It's not old. It's in the pipeline. It has been announced. It's on the schedule. It looks good. I think it'll be good because she's, she's fantastic. Was uh, connected to our state senator, Mr. Cory Booker. They were, uh, they were together, affianced. No I longer. sat behind her when I saw Glenn Gary Glenn Ross on Is Broadway. Beside, be, behind her? I, I sat behind Rosaria Dawson. Very cool. She was not in her Padawan makeup. Oh, I, I would hope not. That she would be was just in Rosario Dawson Just makeup. her. All right, question number eight. Star Wars in popular culture. How many Star Wars-themed parodies did Weird Al release on studio albums how many star wars themed parodies did weird al release on studio albums he's got a movie coming out soon starring daniel radcliffe a, a biopic a weird al biopic i watched the trailer today it's very funny with it's, rain wilson as yeah, dr demento as dr demento it's uh <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting take on his life. Yeah, I, I imagine it's a parody of oh, a biopic. A, a complete. It's got to be. I hope so. How many Star Wars-themed parodies did Weird Al release on studio albums? And because we're banthicized tonight... We got a bonus here, too. Another bonus for up to three points each. Name the parody. Name the original song. Name the original artist. Name the Weird Al parody. Name the song he was parodying. And name the artist of the song. If you can do all that, we'll give you up to three points. If you can do one, hey, give us the one. If you can do two, give us the two. It's up to uh, six points per parody, right? So, or up to three points per parody. You get a point for the parody, point for the original song, point for the original artist. That's up to three points each parody. There you go. So uh, that's a hint that there's more than one parody. Yeah. <laughs> that Weird Al did. How many more than one? It's up to you. Up to you. All right, folks, this will take us to the end of round five. We have another brain teaser for you. Why are Wookiees not hunted for their meat? Why are Wookiees not hunted for their meat? And we'll see you in a little bit. All right, zounds, Bob. We didn't expect this to happen. No. So, it's, in the middle of our game, uh, we were attacked by the Empire. You know, I think we were asking for it. I, we I guess. 
we were courting courting disaster tempting the fates um you know may the fourth with be with you we were we were asking for it um but we were uh, our our uh, recorder got uh, janked by a tractor beam uh, I think they were going after we had some prizes of R2-D2 and BB-8, uh, both of which at one time held secret plans, uh, among, you know, in their in their bodies, and uh, they uh, grabbed our recorder. And, By uh, mistake, dopes. Yeah. So they got nothing. They got but nothing. we didn't get anything in terms of uh, answers and questions for our penultimate and ultimate round. So we're going to have to go and review the answers to round five and give you the questions to round six, at which point the digital recorder was returned and we were, we'll be able to cut back to this, to the, to the brewery. Right. Um, after that. So, uh, so we'll give you round five answers right now, starting off with question number one production. How many episodes did George Lucas ultimately direct? He directed four. So far. So far. That's true. Uh, Behind the mask, who played Chewbacca in a majority of the Star Wars trilogies? That would be Mr. Peter Mayhew, who we lost uh, this uh, last year, I believe. We did. A shame. Poor fella. He was Chewbacca. Question number three, music. How many composers have worked on the 11 Star Wars live-action films? That would be three. the episodes one through nine was John Williams yeah. and uh, Michael Giacchino wrote the score for Rogue One mm-hmm. and John Powell wrote the score for Solo. Mm. The score for Rogue One is is quite good. Apparently written at the very last minute. They had somebody else set to score it. Mm-hmm. And when Rogue One kind of fell apart mm-hmm. and they did all the reshoots and stuff, they were like, oh, well, we, we needed we got to write a new score, too. So wow. Giacchino was pulled in at like the last minute to say, hey, uh, what do you say? Score this thing? And he was like, have it, have it, have it, have it. And then he did. There's a very and cool. I, I think he's great. Oh, he's great. There's a very cool uh, YouTube video talking about the score to Rogue One and how he's saying it basically saved Star Wars. <laughs> and um, he did a, a very interesting, cool thing where he matched the uh, chord uh, or countered the chord of the sound of Darth Vader's lightsaber as it as it launches and he hits a chord just as he's doing this and it makes this real dissonant um, sound um, which sort of then plays off the rest of the film and it's 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 very engaging it's a really cool uh, YouTube video. Check it out. It's pretty cool. All right, moving on. Question number four. Fathers and daughters, what was Galen Erso's nickname for his daughter, Jin Erso, that he repurposed as the name of the Death Star project? That would be Stardust. And who voiced the Imperial droid turned rebel pilot K2SO? Question number five. Lending a voice. That would be our favorite Mr. Alan Tudyk. I love Alan Tudyk. Oh, I love him. Every every single thing he does, uh, I'm in. I'm a fan. Everything. I'm very. We're beginning. very much uh, enjoying that Resident Alien. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of fun. He's that's fantastic fun. in it. His oh, physicality is ah. really just something to behold. Oh, he's great. 
great, great, great. Love them, love them, love them. Question number six. Mothers and daughters. Name the real-life mother and daughter who played substantial parts in episodes seven through nine. That would be Carrie Fisher and Billy Lord. Billy Lord actually stood in for Carrie Fisher after uh, she shuffled off this mortal coil for yes, uh, that's right. For episode nine. She did. She... Uh... A lot of from shots from behind, and I believe she was that was her running um, as Princess Leia when Luke was training her. I believe that was Billy Lord running oh. some of those sh- shots. Question number seven: Upcoming events. This new Disney Plus show focuses on Anakin's Padawan, first introduced in the Clone Wars animated series and later played by Rosario Dawson in The Mandalorian. Ahsoka. She's great in that. That oh was yeah, great. That, that was those were those were a good uh, good couple episodes for the Mandalorian, and then uh, she was back uh, in uh, the Book of Boba Fett, the Book of the Mandalorian, <laughs> which it basically became for four. You episodes. know what? This Boba Fett thing's really not working. Maybe we should just bring the guy back. <laughs> Baby Yoda too. Uh, should we get Mark bring Hamill? Them all back. No, sure. Mark well, Hamill. We'll just we'll just pull his his voice and we'll run it through an AI and it'll and... be fine. Grab his face and stick it on somebody else. Uh, oh yeah, this is the book of Boba Fett. Let's go back to that. Oh right, I guess we gotta oh, wrap yeah. this up with him again. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Out of the back to tank. Uh, exactly. I was gonna just say that. In and out of the back to tank for days and days. Question number eight: Star Wars and popular culture. How many Star Wars themed parodies did Weird Al release on studio albums? He did two. I don't know that he released any on non-studio albums, but I figured just in case. Just in case. Let's cover our bases. Exactly. And the bonus Star Wars and popular culture, we were asking for up to three points. Name the parody, name the original song, and name the original artist. And the answers were... Yoda, Lola in the Kinks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Weird Al song was Yoda. It was parodying Lola by the Kinks. And then the second one was Weird Al's song, The Saga Begins, um, which was not called uh, This Old Anakin Guy, but it was uh, parodying American Pied by Don McLean. And as the story goes, Al did not see The Phantom Menace when he wrote the song. He just kind of pulled it from various news reports. Really? um, And turned out to be... Spot on, pretty much. Wow. But yeah, did not uh, did not see the movie before penning the thing. And apparently Al is not a gigantic Star Wars guy. Oh, okay. But he understands that his fans are, and yeah. he knows where his bread is buttered. He is a smart fella. Can't wait for his uh, mockumentary or whatever it's going to be. Yeah, is it a mockumentary? Is it a documentary? Like, is it a biopic? Are they making fun of biopics? I don't know. I, I mean, it's just the trailer's a little weird with him like spitting whiskey uh, shirtless. Very so I, I kind of feel like it's it's a joke. I, I think so too. I think this it's is, going to. I think it's going to be like an idealized version. Like of, his behind the uh, his behind the music was that way too. Right. Like it was I, it was so dull. He's like, this is dumb. This is, yeah. This is so tired. I know. Uh, no, I think he. I think they're going uh, uh, UHF on us. <laughs> I think they're going to go a little goofy with this one. I have a feeling because it doesn't. It doesn't look. I mean, he he's got a bit of a tragic story to tell too. I mean, his both his parents died, um, and 
you know, I think it's, I don't know how they're going to fit that all in if it's this goofy thing, but we shall see. All right, well, so let's how let's did folks... Let's talk about some scores. Let's do it. So how did folks do in round five? Oh, my. This, this, was, a, this was a challenging round based on some scores, but we had uh, Wookiee's Cookies, ICUP, ended with 13 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, Playa had 11. Nerf Herder Fantasy had 10. Twat Tween, still one of my favorite team names, and We Break yes. for Nobody had 9 points. Jedi Knights had 8 Job of the Hut fan club in the Schwartz had seven. Darth Kane had six. Greedo shot first had five. Hondo's Pirate Guild, Locomotive Breath, and the main cabin masters put up three points. Carrie Fisher's fan club put up two. Five three one eight double oh eight and Tack and Tracky uh, put up one one apiece. That's right. And then we so, lost a few there at the end. We did but, lost yeah. lose a few. A couple of people had they had other places to go. Maybe the tractor beam took them. You know, I Maybe. I did not notice, but perhaps they were uh, they were removed too by the empire. Oh, they could have been. They could have been. Mm. Or we could have, you know. Or maybe they uh, were plants. Maybe they were. Maybe oh. they were imperial spies. Oh, imperial spies. And once our recorder oh. uh, was retrieved, they left too. Oh. Ah, uh, you know what? I'm I'm thinking that might be the case. Intrigue. Mm. Oh. So anyway, after five rounds, because this is a bantha-sized game, so we had yes. six rounds. Uh, Wookie's Cookies ICUP had 52 points, and trailing My right behind goodness. was uh, Nerf Herder Fantasy with 49 points. Playa had 45. The Schwartz and Tatooine both had 42. The Jedi Knights. Trailing by one point with 41. We break for nobody with 39. We had a three-way tie for eighth between Darth Kane, Greedo shot first, and the main cabin masters, who all had 35 points. Mm-hmm. Hondo's Pirate Guild had 33. Jabba the Hutt Fan Club had 32. Locomotive Breath with 31. The sixth Sith is sixth, had 26. The Younglings with 24. Carrie Fisher's Fan Club had 19. 5318008 had 18. Tracky with 16. And Team Torts had four. Now, a couple mm. of those teams weren't in the last uh, go-round. Team Torts, no. the sixth Sith is sixth. And the Younglings uh, all had bowed out at this yes. point. So mm-hmm. I, I think, honestly, the Younglings... They may have suffered from Order 66. I think so, too. They might right have. Right under our nose. This I is feel true. bad about it. I we do. Didn't, we didn't even see it. No. We didn't even see it. Didn't do, did, uh, did nothing to stop it. The sixth Sith is sixth. Well, we know where the Sith belongs. Yeah, exactly. Up with the Empire. That's right. Sounds yeah. bitches. Anyway. Right. So, round number right. six. Here we go. It's our penalty round. So, if you're scoring yourself nice. at home, if you get a correct answer, you are going to give yourself three points. If you get a wrong answer, you're going to use the honor system and take two of those points away. And if you don't know an answer and you're like, ah, I'm not going to answer, don't give yourself any points. You get no reward for not answering. You also uh, don't get penalized for not answering. All right. I hear the uh, Imperial March in the background. Because I had it on on here. I put it on. Oh. Are you running the deck? I'm running the deck, so I lifted my headphone. I see. Pointed it towards my I'm thing, just, so I'm running through edit mode, so I don't, so, I don't get the movies. A little atmosphere. Oh, fancy. So, you know. All right, question number one. First, who is the first character to speak in Episode Four, A New Hope? Who is the first character to speak in Episode Four, A New Hope? Boo! 
setting the stage. Boom! Oh, I, I see Boom. it. Rebels Boom. running down the white hallway. Boom! Boom! Yep. All, all shit's jumping off like the ah, like the end of Rogue One. Yeah, exactly. But this is uh, this is where I kind of feel like there was a, a a bumpy transition between the end of Rogue One and the beginning of A New Hope. In what way? Well, I Star see Darth Vader in the Force mm-hmm. uh, went through a bit of a change, right? In the twenty years between the original trilogy and then Episodes one through three, mm-hmm. uh, the Force got a lot more kind of violent and physical than it had been mm-hmm. prior. Okay. Like there was some in uh, Return of the Jedi, some really slow moving. Uh, mm-hmm. force things they were kind of thrown at each other Luke and Vader right. at the end right. but it was pretty yeah. slow and yeah. it wasn't very whatever but in the first three suddenly physics got tossed out the window and everything is super fast they, they are just flying shit across the room without mm-hmm. even thinking about it so mm-hmm. at the end of Rogue One Vader is like throwing rebels left and right he's force throwing rebels up and right. down and around and, and it's true right and but it's kind yeah. of how we've expected Vader to be now since we've seen him so much in episodes you know uh, one through three and even right. you know and, and the other stuff that when we butted up against uh a new hope mm. he's so kind of mellow he walks through the door and instead of being like this in a violent rage he becomes just a lot more intimidating and slow and doesn't bother mm. to uh even force choke the rebel commander, he he lays hands on him, this which is, is a little weird when you think, boy, 30 seconds ago, he was throwing guys up against the wall without without mm. even thinking about it, hmm. you know, and then that kind of leads us into this more mellow Vader for episodes four, five and six, where he's not, I guess he's older. I don't know. Um, I don't know. But that uh, that was the only thing that kind of stuck in my craw about how they portrayed Vader at the end of Rogue One. I wish that he was just a little more physical and a little less force-throwy. I get you. I get you. You know, well, like he could have know, just lightsabered his way through that thing, and that would have been pretty cool too. Yeah, like like, and then yeah, how they how they match that to um, Luke coming in at the end of the Mandalorian there exactly. down the hallway. Exactly. Who, who, who just housed the, all those robots? Right. And to me, that was a much better. Yeah, you know, scene than just ah, I'm just gonna throw. Well, it because you, and you were also, I think you were also waiting to see that ultimate Luke Jedi. Oh, in the Mandalorian, which, absolutely. Which, which you never got, which you never got to see. So you, you know, you wanted to see Luke Prime. Take a little ass, you know? yeah. Yeah. Um, well, they did Vader that way because they could. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, because they could. We got some trivia. Here we go. Yeah, we do. I'm, right. I, I've editorialized enough. That's let's fine. let's go with question two. Hey, Holidays. This holiday is at the center of the Star Wars holiday special. Mm-hmm. It was all over the YouTube on uh, May the fourth. There. They uh, they brought it back, right? I believe um, they did. The the holiday was was name dropped in some other. Yeah. Um, some other Star Wars property recently. Yeah, and then they did a uh, Lego version of it, I think. Yes, there was the Lego yeah. um, holiday special too. Yeah, yeah. 
which was kind of fun. Yeah. Um, all right, question number three. Locations, according to Luke's shouts to C-3PO, where is the garbage masher, masher located? Right, we're asking or, where it's located. We don't we don't need the number of the masher. No, no. Because that's not where it's located. That's no. what it is. It's what Luke is screaming to 3PO. 3PO! 3PO! Uh, Shut down all the garbage mashers! Where? Where, exactly. That's what we're looking for. And question number four. Leisure. This casino city where Finn, Rose, and BB-8 went to recruit the Master Codebreaker in The Last Jedi was heavily inspired by Dubrovnik, Croatia, which is where they shot it. There you go. They were like, hey, this kind of looks like a casino planet. Let's make a casino planet. There you go. And boom. There you go. Bang, 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 And then suddenly you've got a giant, large, not horse racing yeah very strange very strange uh yeah the uh, jury's still out on this one uh i know you you were not a super not fan. A fan i, I like no, the no. i like ryan uh uh johnson thank you uh i like the ryan johnson so i uh i enjoyed his ballsiness of really taking things in a different way yeah but I didn't like how they just undid everything in episode nine. They were like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, all that. And that. we got painted into the corner on this Luke thing. So what are we going to do? But everything else? No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. But to me, to me, this all could have been fixed if they just sat down and had a conversation. Well, don't you kind they of have, figured that they would have, right? Don't like, they have writers' rooms didn't they well, all sit sort of, and say? But I, I how... really would have thought that that Lucasfilm said, "All right, so this last trilogy here, here's the here's the uh, the arc. Here's what right. we think." Right. Um, because I thought Ryan Johnson had been announced. Maybe not. Did they not think they were going to make an eighth one? Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, but... I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't remember yeah, was, the I, the thing, but... but it would seem to me like they would have had a okay. These are this is this is the arc for right. the third trilogy, and you know, Ryan, maybe you don't turn Luke into a angry like, hermit. Who, right. Blah, 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 you I, know? I just or uh, maybe you do because you know he was trained by the guy who trained his father, which yeah, means I... not so great. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't mind it so much. I mean, I didn't mind the the way they went. The you know the Luke direction. I thought that was cool. I was like, oh, all right, yeah, he's done. He's had it. No more. Uh, and then the backstory was fine. Uh, but then it just went a little wiggly woggly, and I was just like, because I was so I was so like, I, I was I was all in with the Force Awakens. I thought the Force Awakens hit all the notes exactly as it needed to do. It was, it was a long time. We wanted to see what happened. We knew every, all the every, Han and Chewie. We knew they're all coming home. And I was like, all in. This was great. And then just this thing just took a right turn. And then, then the last one went, went off the rails. But anyway, question number five. Real names. What is the Mandalorian's full given name? What is the Mandalorian's full given name? And then we were given the gift of the Mandalorian... And all was right in the world, as far as That's I'm true. concerned. That's true. As far as I'm concerned, this this 
This redeemed the universe? Yeah, it did. Man, it was just everything about it. And then finding out how they actually produced that show just added a whole other Oh, the, the technology level. behind the, that show is amazing. Using the, the pit, Unreal whatever they call it. The, what do they call it? The, uh, the, the, the rotunda, the room where they're in. Um, no. The arena? Or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, the pit or something, whatever it's called. Uh, just to watch is just masterful. Yeah. Uh, and because it, it's so great, because they don't have to lean a hundred percent on CGI. They can build these practical things, sets, and then blend them into the background. And then when the camera moves, the background moves. It's just fascinating. Fascinating. Yeah. Mandalorian's full given name is what we're looking for for question number five. Question number six. Testing. During the age of the Galactic Republic. What did the Jedi use to explain why the Force had a stronger presence in some individuals? You want to talk science. about something that we really didn't need an explanation Sci- for? Science! I don't... I cannot <laughs> conceive of a reason other no. than, well, how do they know that this kid is so special? No, no, no. Um, to come up with a number of, oh, well, he has 20,000 midichlorians or 20 million yeah. midichlorians, whatever oh. his count was. Of course. Oh, 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 of course he does. Oh. Sure. Or you just sense them like everybody else did up until that point. Oof, oh, I, I feel a, I sense a disturbance in the force. Oh, well, maybe mm. when you land on this planet, you sense a, a very strong force individual. Yeah. It's just show, it's just my, uh, you know. Show, don't tell. Show, yeah. don't tell. That's yeah, what so that's, that was, that's it was just what, a weird... Very strange. And it also made it physical and not mystical. Right. It, it just... Uh, it took me right out. It's like... It took me right out, like like hearing the Wilhelm scream in a movie. Right. I'm out. Ugh. Anyway, moving on. Question number seven. Weapons. What was the name of the weapon favored by the Tusken Raiders and their ward, Boba Fett? I was happy. To, I love this arc. I love this, this arc. This was a nice arc. They, they kind I of like redeemed the Tusken Raiders a bit. Yes. Um, you know, said, "Hey, look, they're actually a people with a culture and a right and a this and a that. They're not yeah. just, you know, yeah, people who ride single file on on banthas scavenging. Right. They're actually, you know, they got a whole they got a whole thing about them, uh, which was kind of cool. And yeah, it was, uh, it was in just I love the backstory was cool and um, really some good storytelling there. I thought. Question number eight." Star Wars and popular culture. Ah, so this is a visual question. So is. this is a little tricky on the podcast, but it's not so hard that we can't uh, no. describe it. So basically, we're, we're looking for, uh, you can get up to three points each. So we'll give you uh, three points if you can name the artist and three points if you can name the album that this image is paying homage to. And the image is a uh, black square with a beam of light coming into... Uh, a sphere that looks like the Death Star with a prism shooting out the right. So if you can visualize what that looks like, you probably can visualize what the real one is. If not, pop over to the website, bestmantrivia.com, and uh, click on a recent podcast episode, and it'll take you to um, all of our visual uh, questions are, are there in a little slideshow for you. You can just kind of flip through. Uh, as we go, and you can yeah. see the scores and stuff like that. But that's what we're looking for. We're looking for the uh, original artist and the original album 
that uh, this image that uh, came to us from the Instagram account Why the Long Play Face. Um, they are a fantastic yes, uh, account. We love them. Phenomenal. They're they're big Star Wars fans, so they they have a, a whole gallery of yeah. uh, popular albums uh, photoshopped with various Star Wars characters. They have a, a Wish You Were Here cover that oh, instead of great. the two guys shaking hands is, is Leia putting the, the data card into R2-D2. Uh, super clever. Yeah, uh, we highly stuff. recommend checking them out in their sister account, which is called Photo Smashed. And uh, Photo Smashed does more generic picture work and movie poster work where Why the Long Play Face tends to focus on uh, album art. Cool. But we uh, we love those accounts. I do. And uh, if you follow us on the Instagram, we repost them every so often and uh, link to them. So show them Very a little cool. bit of love. It was great. Good stuff. And because this was banthesized, we have a bonus. Oh, no, this is the last question of the of the night. It is. It's Actually, a bonus because it's question it's number nine. It's a bonus because it's question because it's question number. We we don't we don't go to question. We number we nine. expanded question nine and so, round six. Like this is uh, bursting this, at the this seams. This is nuts. It it goes to eleven. Uh, so who is the last character to speak in episode nine, the rise of Skywalker? Who is the last character to speak? In episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker. So we had the first line, and now we're asking for who spoke the last line, which was a strange line to begin with. But, uh, yeah. But there you go. So, uh, oh, I guess we could also uh, provide the brain teaser, which I, I think oh, yeah, we, we kind of cut back from, but... We'll uh, we'll at least do the brain teaser. Maybe we'll we'll reveal the brain teaser back at the brewery. Um, cool. But for the brain teaser, yes, it's uh, so. If Annie is short for Anakin and Ben is short for Obi Wan and Fives is short for CT two seven five 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 and R two is short for R two D two and Chewie is short for Chewbacca, what is Luke short for? Hmm. I think on that. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of who Fives is. I think that's one of the. Um, that's in the Clone Wars. Oh right. Clone Wars is. Uh, he's one of the. Um, uh, admirals or something. I don't know. Yes. Oh, he. He's a clone. He's a. Yeah, he's, he's a Boba he's Fett one, clone. Right. He's one, That's right. Or a that's Jango right. Fett clone. That's right. There's so many of them. I guess they just go by numbers. Right. Call me fives. But five is fives. a number. No, not five. Fives. Fives. Oh, the difference is minimal. Not to me. And not right. to any clone. There you go. Take that. Take that. He was an advanced recon commando. Oh. Who served in the Grand Army of the Republic. Thanks, Wikipedia. There you go. Hey. Wikipedia. If you need an answer about Star Wars... That's I, I. We spent a lot of time on the Wikipedia. <laughs> I was writing these. That's right. My half of the questions. Let me make sure these are right. Uh, so, so that's uh, that's uh, how we're gonna tease your brain while we score. There you and, go. And uh, I think we can shoot it back to us. 
Yeah. Now. All right. Hopefully. Well, and, hey. And uh, hopefully everything has calmed down. And, um, and now we got our recorder back by now. Got a recorder back, and uh, our, our, our minds may have been um, wiped. Yeah. Or, yeah, I don't, or, I don't think we, we made any reference to, to losing the to losing as, the recorder. Someday we as, will. As uh, we were like the droids, and our memories were wiped. Absolutely. Uh, I don't remember that Anakin I, I don't. Rem- I don't remember it either. So. Um, All right. So back to uh, back to us. Back to us, and uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs> Holy hat! We got a tie. Oh boy! All right, lunch lady fantasy, Wookiees cookies. Hi team. So Screen Rant put together a list of the 15 characters who appeared in most of the Star Wars movies. We're gonna go back and forth between the two teams. Just start naming Star Wars characters. First team that gets out or is not on the list. Fifteen characters. Wookiees. Appeared anywhere from four to ten movies. The one who were in the most movies. This is a list of the Star Wars characters in the most movies. All right? So if you give me, like, Gonk Droid, who is in one movie, no good. Right. We're looking for popular characters. Yes. The top 15. Yes. Lunch Lady Fantasy had a perfect round in round six. So they go you first. get Well, you get to choose. Would you like to uh, send or receive? Okay, go ahead. C-3PO, yes. R2-D2. R2-D2, ten movies, yes. Han Solo, six movies, yes. Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker, seven movies, yes. Princess Leia, eight movies, yes. Chewbacca. Chewbacca, eight movies, yes. With Vader, seven movies, yes. Princess Leia. Princess Leia has already been said. Okay. Senator Palpatine slash Senator Palpatine, six movies. Obi-Wan Kenobi, six movies. Yoda. Yoda, six movies. Boba Fett, not on the list. All right. Wookiee gets the point. Wookiee gets the point. The remaining people on the list were Admiral Akbar, five movies. It's Wedge Antilles, five movies. Mon Mothma, four movies. Nyan Yub, four movies. Lando Calrissian, four movies. It's a trap. All right, let's All get right. ourselves some answers. So, Fanny is short for Anakin, Ben is short for Obi-Wan, and so on and so on. What is Luke short for? He's a little short for a stormtrooper. Storm uh, you're a little short for a stormtrooper. Round six, let's get some answers. First character to speak in episode four, A New Hope. Do you hear that? It's three, three, C-3PO, it's late. Holiday at the center of holiday special. Life, Life Day. Day. It was released at Christmas. Shouts. See, where is the garbage masher located? Shut down all the garbage masher on the detention level. The detention level. Casino City is... We asked where it was located, not what its name... That's, that's its name. Canto It's fight. located. Luke screams to C-3PO. Shut down all the garbage mashers detention on the detention level. level. Casino City is Canto Bites. Real names, Mandalorians, full given name, Din Djarin, Age of the Gal- 
Galactic Republic, what did Jedi use to explain the f why the Force had stronger presence in some individuals? Midichlorian levels. Ugh. What? Oof. Weapons. The name of the weapon that the f favored by the Tusken Raiders is the Gaffy Stick. Star Wars in popular culture. Name the artist in the album. Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. Dark Side of the... Wait, that's no moon. That's a space station. That's a space station. Who is the last character to speak in Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker? That would be Ray. All right, so how did folks do in round six? All right, Nerf Herder Fantasy, with as we said, had a perfect score. round. Wookie's Cookies, ICUOP, missed one with 27, didn't answer. Greedo shot first with 24, main cabin masters in Playa, and the Schwartz with 21. Job of the Hut fan club with 19, Twatooine with 17, Locomotive Breath with 13, Hondo's Pirate Guild with 11, We Break for Nobody with 8, 5318008, Jedi Knights with 7, Darth Kane with 6, Tacky with 4, and I believe everybody else either went home or just balanced out. I think so. So here we go. All right, so starting with um, fourth place. The Schwartz with Start, 63 points in fourth, fourth place. place. Greedo shot first and Twatooine with 59 points. Main Cabin Masters with 56. Jabba the Hutt Fan Club with 51. Jedi Knights with 48. We Break for Nobody with 47. Hondo's Pirate Guild with 44 along with Locomotive Breath. Darth Kane with 41. The 6-6 six, six, Distill 6 with 26, 5318008 with 25, The Younglings with 24, Tacky with 20, Carrie Fisher's Fan Club, where are you? Where is Carrie Fisher's Fan Club? Two ladies right there, Red Small. All right. You get to pick a DVD out of the prize bag. Oh. Just throw your old hand in there. Who knows what you'll pull out? It won't be Star Wars related. I'll promise you that. What'd we get? Sleepless in Seattle. Aww. Oh, what a lovely romantic comedy. All right. More suited for February 14th, but that's all so, right. So, in third place with 66 points, Playa. Second place with 79 points, Nerf Herder Fantasy. And our winners... Wookie Cookies ICUP with 79.1 points. And. We want to thank you all for coming out and for playing. Please remember to take care of your servers. They work hard for you. We're here every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. The occasional theme night, but mostly it's just general pop culture related trivia. If you came in first, second, or third, stick around. We'd like to get your pictures for the socials and deliver your prizes.